Hello and welcome to the Farm Next podcast, the show where we talk about the things that in agriculture we often don't want to talk about. We're here to talk about the people part of the business and how specifically to help those generations communicate so we can successfully transfer knowledge, build solid succession plans for our businesses, and help develop and coach the next generation of leaders in this great industry we call agriculture. Let's start the conversation. Welcome back to episode number 11 in season two of the Farm Next podcast. I'm your host, I'm Sarah Beth Aubrey, and I'm the founder of Elevate Ag, the peer innovation network for those in agriculture, whether you're a farmer or in the C-suite of an agribusiness. I'm also the new author of the book that debuted number one on Amazon in agriculture called Who's Running Your Farm Next? Five Steps to Develop and Coach Your Next Generation. And today I'm here with you to talk about episode number 11 what to do to redefine your definition of legacy. So it's mid-January now um, as you get the delivery of this podcast. And it's, again, episode number 11. We started season two off at the first of the year, you know, started off a new decade with a new season. That felt kind of fun. But it's mid-January now, and I hope you're not into the doldrums. Um, I'm definitely not. You know, the year is already off to a great start, and things are moving fast. And I think that I often feel that way in January. Like, uh, I'm in agriculture like all of you, right? And so as a consultant and a speaker, January and February and March are crazy town for me. I mean, I don't sleep in my own bed very much. My poor husband's like, I forgot what you look like. He gets to come with me on a lot of things, but not always. He works as well. And you know, calving stuff's going on with the farm. So that keeps him really busy. I love January and February in a lot of ways because I'm busy and I'm on the road. Otherwise I would be cold. I mean, I, I've been a Midwesterner my entire life. I grew up in central Illinois in a town called Hoopston. I live in central Indiana now, barely two hours away from where I grew up. I love being a Midwesterner. It feels like a thing that I am, but shoot, if I don't like to be warm, (laughs) And I don't, is it like when you hit your 40th birthday? My girlfriends and I were talking about this. We started doing a, some college girlfriends and started doing a March trip that we're going to be coming up on again, thank goodness, a couple years ago. And I, is it just something about your 40th birthday that you suddenly become cold in the winter? I swear I was not cold in the winter when I was A, a kid for sure, and B, you know, in college or even earlier in my career. So I love the busyness of January, February, and March, and I love the ability to do a lot of delivery. Uh, be speaking at the Top Producer Summit coming up in, well, as you listen to this, in a couple of weeks yet. It is in January. It's at the Hilton Chicago. It is a great event. It's a combination of a variety of events that, that Farm Journal Media, which I don't believe they use media now, just Farm Journal, used to have several of these all separately at different times of the year, and they made the decision to merge them, but allow them to still maintain their own unique tracks. And I think that's great. That's super convenient for me as a longtime speaker at that event and attendee. A lot of good friends there, a lot of good clients, great networking. So if you're in agriculture and you can get to Chicago 
the it's really the last week of the month. It'll start on Tuesday, January 28th, Hilton, Chicago. Top Producer Summit. I will be there on Tuesday. And I will begin my speaking and content sessions on Wednesday with a kickoff at two in the afternoon for the top producer, or excuse me, tomorrow's, yeah, tomorrow's top producer seminar. So again, there's tracks. So there's a legacy, there's the hemp program, then they'll start the tomorrow's top producer program. And I'll be kicking that off with the general session. So yeah, I'll be doing the main stage keynote for that on January 29th. And I'm going to be talking at that event about something I hope that you guys will be pretty interested in, which is as a younger producer, because that's aimed at the under 40 crowd for that particular track, how do you take the lead in your farm's transition? What are six ways, is how I'm going to summarize it up, that you can you know, get in the driver's seat, stop waiting for dad and grandpa to do it all. And I know that's hard and that might create some interesting conversations, but my pitch to you, if you're in that session is why not pick up the ball and start to help lead that. And not only why not, um, why you should. So that's going to be coming up in that session. I'll be there on the 30th as well, talking to the EWA uh, group, and that is the Executive Women in Agriculture. I will be doing this the key success elements for female CEOs. You know, we are graduating more women with college degrees now than men, and more women with ag degrees than men. So, with that in mind, we're going to have more women leading farms and agribusiness sooner rather than later. So, is this different? I mean, I, I've been a woman CEO of my own organization for a long time. I've been in business 16 years. Is that different? I, you know, you can make some arguments that there are some things that you will have to adjust depending on the business that you run or the fact that maybe they haven't had a female CEO and, and you'll have some conversations around that that'll be interesting. So, I'm going to have that conversation with the Executive Women in Ag breakout track on the 30th. And then also the 30th, I'm going to head back over to the top producer seminar track. And I'm going to spend some time talking about the topics from the book I just wrote. And they're going to be five steps, develop and coach your next generation. So that's what I'm going to be doing at top producer summit. I'd love to see you there. If you are there, let me know so we can connect. Please connect with me in the farm next Facebook group and let me know you're going to be there so I can meet you in person which would be extremely cool at that event. So as I mentioned for the tomorrow's top producer track that I'll be speaking and doing a keynote for and saying to you why you should take the lead in your farm's transition if you are the younger generation. So is that topic about today's show. Today's show, I want to raise something that may be sensitive for some of you. Um, and if it is, you know, let me know. Sometimes when we poke, um, we can pop the bubble <laughs> or the blister that needed to be popped and it might sting for a second, but some things come out and we heal up after that. And that's a sort of an icky analogy, but it's really true. And so I want to let you kind of hear this. I hope that for some of you, if it is sensitive, you'll take it in the way that it's that I intended to be received, which is think about things in a way that matters for your sustainability of your operation or your business. So with that in mind, I want to ask you to think about the word legacy. And in farming and in agriculture, 
that word is like heavy stuff for us. It literally feels like dirt, doesn't it? It literally smells like dirt. Because for us in agriculture, the thought of legacy feels very rooted. It feels very much like a place. It can very much take the vision of a house, of barns, of a road, of fields that we've lived on, that we've known, that our DNA was recorded for generations. And that's both very, very, very comfortable and also can be very painful. And legacy can take the shape of faces, people, people we've loved, people we've cared about, people we've respected, people we've feared. And all of that stuff, you know, just even me speaking it out loud, there's some sort of shivery things kind of going on. I'm feeling those things for myself, right? I grew up in agriculture. My family is farmed. You know, I can sort of feel the goosebumps on my arms. You can see those places, your road, that house, those fields, can you? And I don't want to take anything away from those emotions with today's podcast. But what I want to do is to ask you if it's time to upgrade that definition. Does it mean that you toss that definition out? No. Does it mean that you toss away that vision that we just conjured? I picture it too. No. Does it mean that you disrespect or cheat on the people's faces that you just saw? No. Here's what it does mean, though. That carrying on the legacy is going to have to be done differently by you than it was in the past. It's going to have to be done uniquely by you in only a way that you can do. How you keep the legacy going is a matter of sustainability. It's not just about a matter of memory, and it's not just a matter of place. For some of you, carrying on the legacy will be carrying on the farm somewhere else. It might mean farming something else. It might mean leaving the business to someone else. There's a lot of things. And legacy, again, it's a heavy loaded word. It's not even a word. It's an aura. (laughs) Don't you feel it when we describe the place? And farming forward from here, you know, how your farm is going to be next, which is what I talk about in my work, as you know, if you've been listening to me, is, is about redefining it. And so that's what I'm asking you to do today. And I'll write a blog about it as well if you prefer to to read. And and we'll probably cover this topic in that live show on the week, Um, you know, because today's blogs come out on Wednesdays. I do the lives Thursdays. Well, I'll probably talk about this in the live as well and ask for your opinion. But the challenge I'd issue to you is legacy is, is not just about this one place doing this one thing in this one way that your ancestors did it. And if you think that, you're going to be the one that kicks the can down the road but doesn't make it successful. Now, how was that? That sounded a little harsh, didn't it? Well, it's January and I'm feeling sassy because I've got work to do. 
I want you to be here for the next generation or two or three or whatever you desire. But to leave that legacy, you've got to do it in a modern way. And sometimes in ag, we are so sensitive about the legacy, the way things look, the way somebody else did it, the what, what we grow, how we grow it, that we're dumb, that we let that be a barrier that we bonk our head up against and we don't change. And if we don't evolve, we're doing a terrible disservice to the legacy of those that we thought we were respecting. Now, sometimes that can be uncomfortable in the present because saying, hey, mom, dad, we've got to change the business today for it to be here tomorrow. Maybe a conversation that to someone else's ear sounds like you don't respect what I'm doing because you don't think what I've done is good enough and you got to change it. That's hard stuff, folks. And you know, you may have some of those conversations. And in the farm next and the work that I do, we're going to try to help you get through those. Because the, the fact that you'll have to do things differently than the way they were all done in the past with an eye towards respecting the past is it's just how it is. If you don't want to be here and you want to just keep, keep things the same, your operation is going to look like one of those um, little fun heritage villages at the state fair. I don't mean to sound trite, but it's true. We all know that too. And yet we tend to resist changing sometimes because it's going to upset somebody. Again, podcast is a tough place to just sort of dish out advice when we're not, every situation is different, right? However, a lot of these concepts are the same. So for your weekly listening, I guess that's what I wanted to share is if your concept of legacy is less about how do you leave the world better and leave your operation in a position to continue and more about not wanting to upset the way somebody else likes to do it, even if it's an outdated way that's costing you money, take a thought process through that. Go out and turn over some stones and think about redefining how you define legacy. And what does your legacy mean to the future? And how do you leave your operation in a sustainable position to move forward. So if you'd like to learn more about this, come and join us over in the Farm Next Facebook group where we have free live trainings. We just wrapped up the free live training for the Farm Lead Workshop last week. They will There will be more of those launch type programs and mini courses, but we also do a live show every Thursday. And yeah, this legacy topic is gonna be one of them. So I'll see you over there in Farm Next. And one last thing before you go for the day, I want to personally invite you to come on over to the Farm Next Facebook community. Why would you join this? Well, this is a community of those of us in agriculture who are interested in developing and coaching the next generation of leaders. It's where things like this podcast, the live show that I do every Thursday with the free training on a topic, get their house. It's where they live. It's where you can always grab the extra uh, versions of those and where you can take advantage of the conversation and the community. We'll also be making you some really interesting offers in that group to take advantage of programs that may benefit you. And they will be exclusive right there in the group. So come on over, uh, look for Farm Next on Facebook and ask to join. I'll see you there.